What's up, Jelly Beans? Welcome back to episode nine of Jelly. As you can see, we are in a very different location today. Right, our studio got shut down. So now we are taking a walk in nature. Literally walking our children in nature. Right. And we're just experiencing what life has to bring. Exactly. But we're on episode nine. Isn't that a gag? It is a gag. Do you remember when you asked me what episode we're going to make it to? I did. And you said 10. Mm -hmm. Well, we're almost there. Right. And nine is a special number, actually. You know how they say, like, nine, uh, doing something nine times creates a habit? No, I've never heard that. You've never heard that? I've heard the... Clearly, she never makes habits well period i've heard that cats have nine lives that too what why do they say that i don't know is it because they like jump from high places and they end up surviving it's probably some mythical thing not mythical thing i'm i don't know like maybe it's a maybe it's a egyptian thing did you watch puss in boots yes i did that movie was so good it was very like it good. slayed so hard it was very good but then people are saying that the shrek movie might be bad the there's, a Shrek, one. there's another Shrek movie? Yeah, because that's, that's what the Puss in Boots... At the end of Puss oh, in Boots, right. they're going to Far, Far Away Land. And they're making Shrek 5. Girl... Do you want a new Shrek movie? Honestly, I don't. Really? I'm tired of reboots, sequels. Like, give me something new. Give me something new. You're right. But I love Shrek, and it's one of my favorite franchises. I don't know, though. I just hope that they don't make it cringy. Like, I just feel like classics like that have so much rewatchability already. Like, we don't need more and more and more and more like you know they're making toy story 5 really girl i thought that was over toy story 4 was already a stretch what and and now they're gonna come out with another one well you know that that reminds me of what so apparently barbie is now the biggest grossing like global release that the warner brothers have ever released Mm -hmm. and it surpassed um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So now it's their most successful movie ever. I heard from someone saying that Greta Gerwig might actually not even be nominated for Best Director. Why? And like partially is because someone was saying, oh, it's already enough that she is the highest grossing female director ever. And so she doesn't even need to be nominated for Barbie. But I'm like, just give her the props. Like, at least nominate her. Yeah, but I something tells me the like the nominee committee are gonna be salty over it. Like something tells me that they're not happy about it. Yeah, I mean, because it's it's like Mattel, and it's like seen as like a cheap movie to like people who are like snobby film lovers. But it's so fucking stupid. Like, if you're that pretentious that you can't enjoy a fun movie, then you need to get your priorities in check. Like, it's not that deep. Right, it's really not. Also, apparently nine in numerology is, like, supposed to be a really good number. Why? It's supposed to mean, like, success and, like, fortune. Okay. Or something like that, but I don't be knowing. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is the mark of Jelly's success. Oh, well, pure. In our car. Well, let's well let's manifest it. Well, period. So that's the theme of today's episode, manifestation. Right. Also, the other thing is... Literally today might not have even happened because we were supposed to have a hurricane. Fully. And here comes the hurricane. As you guys fully. 
as you guys can see, it's fully sunny. It's fully sunny. Like, not a it's, cloud in the sky. It's literally a nice day. Fully. The reason why we're not kind of windy. The reason why we're not outside is because of the wind. We were like, yeah. maybe the wind will obstruct the ca- microphones. But if the wind wasn't like as heavy as it is, we would be outside because it's fully nice. It's the coldest, not coldest. It's the coolest it's been this whole summer. Oh my god, I'm so 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 ready for summer to be over. Yeah, no, like it's fall cool. is that girl. What's your favorite season? Fall. Period. Like, like fall is that hoe. Literally, fall's the best season. Fall and then winter and then spring and then summer. I don't know about winter. I don't know about her. So, why you like spring better? Yes. Do you like summer better? Well, I'm but no. Bias, summer's the worst. Girl. I'm fall. biased against spring because that's my birth season. Oh. But fall is the best. Like I, I can't even front. I can't even say spring is the best just because I'm born. In I'm spring. a fall baby. Like fall is really. The it's best. also Halloween. Also the colors right, are everything. Right, the girl. aesthetic, the clothes, the temperature, everything. everything the pumpkin girl. slice latte. Fully. And our white girl, white girl autumn era. Exactly. I tell people that I get seasonal depression in summer and they're gagged. Ooh. No, I used to get it too. I still get it really bad. Ooh. Yeah, no, I really don't enjoy summer. Every summer comes around. It's too hot for me. It, first of all, we're in the South, so right. it's really hot. And so I don't want to go out. Global warming. Fully. I don't even know if there's going to be a place on Earth that's going to be, like, nice and cool in summer. Iceland. Not even. Well, like, eventually, yeah. Right. But maybe that's a little bit after our time. Fully. But no, like global warming's crazy. Like Texas and like um fucking Phoenix and those types of places in the desert, they're about to become inhospitable in like the next coming decades. And did you see that California had their first hurricane in like a hundred years, and at the same time they had a hur- uh, an earthquake. An earthquake. I did see that. Yeah. I'm like, that is crazy. Girl, end of the world. For for LA to get a hurricane, end of time. Although it could have been much worse. Oh, it could have been much worse. Girl, I gotta go on Katrina. 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 Girl, not that. <laughs> not Let's that. not joke about that. All right. Still too soon. Not too soon, girl. It's been it's been years. <laughs> and what? Okay. Well, you're right. The lives were still. They lost. still right. They still reeling from the devastation. No, but tell me why presidents actually like shit like that because then it lets them look like oh they're the savior they're the hero. Oh, a hundred percent. Like this hurricane. Do we need to go into the nine eleven rabbit hole again? Ooh, you're fully so. right. Like this hurricane that happened, like all the people were trying to make it seem like they cared when you know that they don't even care. They just care about their poll numbers. Oh, fully. Because elections coming right up. But let's not get too political. Right. Let's not. Let's not start that. Right. Let's not start right. that. But what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about dreams. Yes, we are. Do you dream? I dream sometimes. I don't think I had a dream last night. Did you have a dream last night? Mm. <gasps> oh my god, I did have a dream last night. I completely forgot about it. Okay, go ahead. About my dream last night? Sure. Okay, well my dream last night involved one of my friends, ex-friends, who I haven't spoken to in a very long time. And we had a falling out. Ooh. And in my dream, <laughs> and in my dream, I, my mom was calling my friend to set her up with one of my friends. Not that. Not that. And then I was like, you guys would be really good for each other. But then my, the, the person, my ex-friend, mm-hmm. was being very salty. And then she was like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, never call me again. 
And I'm like, okay, bitch, like, I don't even care about you. And it was very staticky. That's all I can remember from my dream. You also had a dream about my father. Oh, a couple days back, yeah, I did have a dream about Which is so random. I have dreams about the most random people. No, that's, I feel like dreams are so, like, the most random. They say that everyone you see in your dreams are people that you've seen in real life. I don't think that's true. Like, either passerbys People say that, but I don't think that's true. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it could be true because this one time I literally had a dream about this girl that I only follow on Instagram. I've never even spoken. Uh-huh. She's our other friend's friend. Uh-huh. And I had a dream about her. I made up like a personality for her. Because <laughs> I've never spoken to this person before in my life. So you've never had a dream though where someone completely, who a stranger who you've never seen before is in your dream? I mean, I, th- I feel like there are like generic people in my dreams Mm-hmm. But I feel like they might just be an amalgamation of like. Well, exactly. But so if it's an amalgamation of but a person, but it's still from people that you've seen in real life. Like it's references that you've seen. To me, that doesn't count. Okay, so what counts as a as a stranger then? Well, no, that's not what I said. That doesn't count as a person that you've seen because what that quote is saying is that every face that you see is a composite face from somebody who you've seen before. But I think that a lot of the people that you see are amalgamations of people that you see. And it's just like your brain trying to make up a person. Right. Like a Frankenstein. Exactly. That's what I think. That's my theory. I mean, I don't actually know what the quote is. I'm just saying. No, no, but that, that is what it is. Cause I've heard it. Okay, well, I've heard it before. Okay. And I'm saying I don't agree with that. Yeah. There's also like, the Freudian belief of what dreams are, and it's oh, like, it's like you're suppressed. Like, yeah, you're like your ego or something, or your, like your trauma, something like that, or how your dreams. Or there's like dreams can also be kind of spiritually interpreted, where they are glimpses into like your future. Do you believe in that, or like, sp- like a different universe? Do you believe in spiritual dreams? Um. Well, sometimes you know, I feel like I have premonitions in my dreams really like what about how like if i'm going on a trip and i dream of like something dark something whatever there usually is like rain that accompanies it oh and i don't know if that's coincidence but every time i have like sort of dreams about i'm in a dark room or something is like like very claustrophobic uh-huh. it's because there's a storm well my mom also has premonitions and she fully believes that they exist and that, that that they're like real oh yeah didn't she have like a really weird premonition once well okay so she had a premonition she's had a couple premonitions on the day okay so the day before her brother died she had a dream where her brother was giving her like a white rose and white roses are like symbolize like right. death and like they're given out at like funerals and stuff like that. Right. And then she had that dream and she was really shaken up by it. And then later that day she has a call and it's like your brother is dead. That's crazy. Yeah. I also feel like, uh, well, actually I got this idea from fucking Marvel Whoa. Where in the latest Doctor Strange, they're saying how dreams are basically like a glimpse into an alternate universe. Oh. And I think that's cute. Uh, I think that, I don't know if I believe that, but I, mean, I yeah. think that's a cute idea. It would be fun if it was. Right. 
But imagine people who have fucked up dreams. Like, that alternate universe is fucked up. Well, then be glad that you're not in a fucked up universe. You're right. You're right. But I think dreams are really interesting because they're kind of like you go to sleep, which is very low effort. And then Mm -hmm. you dream, which then gives you a bunch of serotonin. And it, like... Does it? Well, I don't know if it gives you serotonin, she, she but like, making up facts. Well, girl, what I'm trying to say is that like you can get transported to a fantasy world, and so a lot of people, I think, kind of get trapped into the thought of wanting to like live in their dreams. You know what gives me serotonin in my dreams? What? This is gonna make me sound so psycho, but I love nightmares. You love nightmares. I love nightmares. Because when I have a nightmare or, like, a scary dream, I always real eventually realize that I'm dreaming because mm-hmm. it's, like, a horror movie to me. I'm like, oh, this is just I'm watching a scary movie. And it might be because I just watch a lot of horror movies that I just become desensitized to my own goddamn dreams. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, okay, so then I, there's no stakes here. I'm not actually going to die. Let me just, like, go on this roller coaster. And so a lot of times I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like from being scared in my nightmare but i'm like wait my heart is pounding like i was on a roller coaster wow and like let me try to go back to that dream let me fall back asleep and go back wait so you like it when you're scared or are you not usually low key see i don't i have that i have kind of like an opposite issue is that i never have nightmares oh because like i'm it takes it's very hard to scare me and so girl (laughs) oh period I mean, that kind of worked, but like, I'm screaming, (laughs) but like my brain just doesn't even try most of the time because it's like, but I, I used to get a lot of nightmares when I was young. Like I would have fucked up dreams when I was young. Like what? Okay. So I had this one dream and I was like seven or something. Uh And so it was from the perspective of a security camera in the elevator. Oh, And so I walk into the elevator, right? Like, I'm third So person. are your dreams usually in, like, a different POV, or is it does it change? Usually it's first person, but it's actually, it's it can change. Interesting. Like, I've had a lot of third person dreams also. Mm-hmm. But so in this dream, I was in the elevator, right? And then my mom walks in, and then some guy walks in after my mom. And then he puts on a ski mask... And then he, like, has a gun, and then he's, like, he takes the gun, and he's, like, give me all your money to, like, my mom. And then Mm -hmm. my mom is, like, what the fuck? And then she's, like, not cooperating, essentially. So then he shoots her. Oh, my (laughs) God. Literally. And so then I'm alone with, like, the man in, like, the elevator, and then, Mm -hmm. like, I'm screaming, and I'm, like, the elevator's not moving also. Right. And so, like, I'm screaming, and I'm trying to get out, and then I'm, like, pressing the little help button, and it's, like, just not working, and then the camera just went out, and I, like, woke up, and I was, like, really scared from the... Oh, my God. And, like, imagine being a child having that dream. When I was a kid, I would also have recurring nightmares. Really? And those actually scared me when I was a kid. Um, one of them was, like, low-key just a manifestation of anxiety. Ooh, like, what was it? It wasn't... Nothing was happening. It was just a bunch of voices. Like, oh. imagine a room filled with, like, 50 people, and they're all just talking at the same time. Oh, like, schizophrenic? Well, I'm not going to claim that I'm schizophrenic. Right, but it was giving that vibe. Right. So it's like, imagine I'm just asleep, and then in my dreams, I just hear 50 people 
like all like talking really loud in my head and I would wake up like so stressed out that's horrible but that's low-key like I imagine that as the manifestation of anxiety why because that's like what it feels like like in your head it feels like yeah oh and then another recurring dream is that I'm being chased by the Joker. Not the Joker. Literally. The original Jack Nicholson Joker scared me as a kid. Yeah, that and was so ugly. I got recurring dreams about like clowns and being chased by clowns. Oh, I think you told me that. And I'm always in the airport. And I'm like running away from from Joker, and then I I think I lose him, uh-huh. and then he somehow ends up in the Batmobile. Oh! And then the Batmobile crashes through like the terminals Not and like crashes that. through the walls. Not that. And then he catches me, oh. and then I wake up. Oh. Right. Well, I'm Team Joker. Well, um, I also have. I used to keep a dream journal. Wait, so you don't do that anymore? You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of lazy now. Well, period. But I have some <clears throat> stuff that I wrote for my dream journal. These are so, so random. So let me read some stuff to you. So let me literally just start from the first one. Okay. I called a teacher unfit to manage us since we were some kid with Down syndrome. Uh, was making loud noises with a maraca. It wouldn't stop, and the teacher said she didn't fare. So I just said, I... I you don't care then that means you don't know how to manage a group of students and you should leave keep in mind I'm writing these in my journal like not even half awake I'm like a quarter awake okay clearly um okay another one is me and my friend were forced to go to the YMCA to go work out but my other friend was there so it was awkward so I just sat on a machine without turning around and then we found a bigger space and there were people bouncing around on tight ropes and stuff the personal coach showed us how to work the monkey bars Oh, here. <laughs> not her avoiding her friend in the dream literally um Here's another one. I literally wrote Paxi the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, purr, she's a celebrity. And this feels like heroin. Oh, purr. Do you want to explain who Paxi the Frog is? Girl, I really don't. Well, you said. Paxi the Frog is a stuffed animal that I have. And let's just leave it at that. Maybe he can make an appearance with his wife. Right. Like, the audience wants to see Paxi. Girl. <laughs> um... Oh, okay. Let me see. Um, Noah Centineo is gay and is posting a lot of porn uh, on his Instagram. By the way, that's just reality. He's gay? Well, no, but he was posting porn. There of is. course you wouldn't know that. Girl, you didn't? No. Well, girl. Clearly your subconscious knew. Let's clog that tea. Now, well, I guess we're going to have to look that up later. All right. It's not even cute. It's really not. Oh, um, another one is my mom replaces all my bedside pictures. I got super mad and I really wanted them back. So I yell at my mom while crying. She tells me it's in her closet. So I go find it and I wake up literally hyperventilating. Not over <laughs> pictures. Um, oh my God. These are like way too personal. Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. This is yeah. about other people we know in Ooh. real life. So I'll tell you later, but oh, this one's about you. Not You're that. getting a huge tattoo of this girl on your back, Not- and the tattoo artist was sketching it onto your back without a stencil. Your dad, for some reason, is girl. is my childhood friend's dad. The fuck? So, let's just say your your dad ended up being Asian. Ooh. Um, And then the artist kept 
getting distracted, and the room was like a hospice care with a bunch of white beds. Oh. And then my sister said that Skinny Pop is better than other snacks. I'm her. She ate that. <laughs> like, she ate that. Imagine my train of thoughts. That is very ADHD. Right. Like, like, I'm not even seeing a thread at all. Sometimes, okay, sometimes I wake up, if I'm dreaming, like, a lot, uh-huh. I, like, low-key go into a minor coma. What does that mean? Like, I, it's, like, noon at this point. Uh-huh. And I know I have to wake up. Uh-huh. And I do wake up, but my dreams are so strong that it literally pulls me back in. Like you just fall back asleep? Yes. I'm like, I have to wake up. I have to wake up. And I do wake up and I know what reality is. And then my eyes close again. And then I'm dreaming all over. Oh. And then at, at, this process takes like one or two hours. And then this is what causes me to wake up at like past noon sometimes. Ooh. And it's a really frustrating thing that happens to me. And it's because like my dreams are so realistic in the moment. Are your dreams so okay? So are your dreams like coherent and like, or are they like everything's happening all at once? Because my dreams, I don't know if you're the same way, but my dreams are vignettes, and so it's like I'll have one thing happen, one scenario, one background, mm-hmm. then it ends. Then I go to a completely new scenario, completely new background, completely new people. That happens to me sometimes, and then sometimes there's recurring characters from like vignette number one. Mm. That makes appearance in vignette number three. So you would say that you also dream in vignettes? Sometimes. But sometimes I'd be dreaming entire TV show plots. Oh, wow. I'm like, let me record these and, like, write a script. Well, in the future, you probably could. Right. Like, that's crazy. No, but I love those dreams where I have, like, a full plot. Because I'm, like, basically watching a free TV show. Low-key... It's like the sometimes the best ideas for like writing comes from dreams. Oh, 100%. Not even sometimes. I think a lot of times. Right. Um, here's another one. My dad died so I started pissing on the lawn. <laughs> Girl. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, she got a real interesting subconscious. No, literally. Like let me call Freud. Do you have any dreams where you're flying? No. My dreams really? are very realistic. I don't dream anything that can't happen in real life. Well, that kind of... That's because I don't like fantasy. And I don't like sci-fi. So, like, dragons and, like, unicorns and, like, flying hippopotamus. Like, none of that shit is in my dream. Well, she's just not creative. Girl, no. It's just I like reality. I don't like living she in She just a can't world. think beyond the box. Well, period. Like, she within the box. Right, because I, bo- I love box. Right. That's why she's a... She is a box. I'm a box eater. I'm a box muncher. You really wish, actually. Well, girl, that that's that's her dreams. Girl, you because you, you be having wet dreams. I really don't actually. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Girl, no. So why'd you bring it up? Because <laughs> I'm because I'm because you had it in your notes. Because she's like she's like oh I want to keep this clean I want to keep this PG and then she's the one that brings up wet dreams. But she's the one who had it in her notes. So let's clock that. Okay, as a joke. Girl, okay. And I said we don't have to talk about that, but. Now she wants to talk about it. I really don't. Okay. You can talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Because I don't know nothing about that. Me neither. What dreams as in going to the water park? Right. What dreams as in going to the beach? As in peeing on the lawn. Exactly. Did you hear the thing where it's like if you pee in your dream, you pee in real life? I mean, that's true as a kid. Mm, That never happened to me. You never wet the bed? I mean, I've wet the bed, but not because I was peeing in my dream. You've never peed in your dream and you peed? 
No. I've peed in my dream before, and I've not peed in my pants. I feel like you probably have. You just don't remember. No, I haven't. Considering you don't even remember what happened three hours ago. Well, I would remember. I would remember if I peed in my dream and then peed in my pants. Because I specifically... Oh, my God. What? Sometimes I have dreams where I'm shitting. Ew. And if, and I'm scared that I actually shat. Ew. Life. I'm not kidding. That's really TMI. And then I wake up, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Please tell me this didn't actually happen. Why are you shitting in your dream? That's I don't know. My question. I don't know. Like, I'm why just... is that a part of your dream? Well, like that's never ever so y- been a dream. You, of ever you're talking, had. you the one talking about realistic dreams, and I'm making the most realistic dream. Girl, it's just like you have so many things that you could be dreaming about. Are you dreaming about that? I'm not choosing to dream comment. About that. Comment if that's a part of your dreams, right? Comment if you have scat dreams. Not that. <laughs> Please don't comment if you have that type of dream. We don't kink shame here. I am. Okay. I will. Well, I'm a kink encourager. She really fake for the pod. <laughs> Um, another thing is, have you ever sleepwalked? No, I've never sleptwalked. But I know people who have. I have sleptwalked once or twice, actually. Really? Like, in your house? Yeah, so there, there's one time where I was visiting family in China. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because of, like, the huge, uh, what's it called? Jet lag that oh. I had. That my sleep was just really disturbed. And I was in my aunt's apartment, and tell me why I was looking for the bathroom in my dream, and I ended up in the balcony, uh, literally, and then they had to get me off the balcony. Oh my god. And I don't know if I was trying to piss in the balcony, or if I was just, like, trying to look around. That's horrible. You could have died. I could have. I could have not been here to tell this story. Right. So that's the real tea. So said I, her family for saving you. <laughs> um. So you've never slept walk. No. Have you had sleep paralysis before? Oh my god! I used to have sleep paralysis really bad as a really? kid. Really? It would be really bad. So you know, like those. Oh my god. Okay. So this is this is also a nightmare that I used to have as a kid. Oh. So I would literally fall asleep, and then in my dream, I would be in my bed not that and i would my eyes would be open so in my dream i'm in my bed and i can't fall asleep and i didn't know that it was a dream do you see like a shadowy figure yes really and so (gasps) i would see like some because my door would be open and outside my door i would see someone like crawling like walking inside my room like like a a figure and so i would see that figure coming inside my room and then i would want to scream like internally in my mind i was screaming and I would be, like, trying to scream loudly, and I couldn't scream. I couldn't get it out. And I would I be, like... I want to scream. Girl, no. Like, it was My very traumatizing. And so then I would be trying to get it out, and I couldn't. And then I would actually wake up. And then I would actually wake up, and I would be, like, oh, my God. So that was a fucking dream. Oh, wow. And sometimes... What's up with that? With, like, everyone who has sleep paralysis always sees a person. Really? Like, sees a figure. That's scary. I don't know that. Like... Sleep paralysis is horrible. It's very bad. I don't think I've ever had it. I've just had, like, comas. Yeah, no, I, sleep paralysis was a really big issue for me. And also, it affected me so long that up until, like, high school, I still would have dreams where I, if I woke up, like, okay, if you, because I am a light sleeper. So if you would come into my room and wake me up and I didn't know, I would have moments where I would just wake up screaming. Uh, I'm not kidding. 
That's happened many times. Oh actually. my god! Yeah. I'm actually trying. Also, she tries to deny this, but she's literally a snorer. Um, but so are you. So let's talk about. I'm that. not a snorer. You fully are. Sometimes you I fully do. Are. Sometimes I do. Well, but sometimes I do. You actually do it every night. Mm-mm. Yes, I was roommate for him. Roommates with him for like a year, and every night he'd be snoring. Well, also so you. That also tea. you. Fuck that. Tea. Well, period. So we both be snoring. I'm not a snorer. You fully are. I like, you want to live in some delusion that you're not, but you fully are. I do not snore every day. Girl. <laughs> I snore maybe, like, once in a week. Oh, once she, a week. She, she keeping a timetable. Girl, period. Like. Because I'm clocking the real facts. Well, I'm not period. trying to be gaslit on here. Well, period. On well, period. So. Anyways, nothing wrong with being a snorer. Yes, we there said is. snoring yes, right. Yes, there is. So now she kink shaming me. Snoring is your kink. Fair feeling. That's my kink. Also, so that's why when I was snoring, you were paying attention. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one time where I was on a trip. I don't even remember why I was, but we were in a hotel room with me, my dad, my friend, and his dad, who was your dad in my dream. Girl, period. <laughs> And they're all snorers. Really? And for me, it kind of, like, takes me a while to just fall asleep sometimes. And with that happening in the room, I could not fall asleep. Really? I could not fall asleep. I, I was actually so desperate to fall asleep. Are you that light of a sleeper? No, I'm not. But that night, I just could not fall Girl, I'm telling you, three men who are snoring, it's like a snore well, that's, competition. Well, that's why you gotta fall asleep first. Fully. And I no. couldn't. I couldn't that night no. because I was probably just like excited about the trip. But I'm telling you, I was so desperate to fall asleep that night. I literally walked out to the hotel lobby. Not And that. I tried to sleep on one of the couches. But then I was like, I am still can't fall asleep because I'm too anxious with other people watching me. So I'm just going to go back and try to fall asleep. And I think I ended up getting maybe two hours of sleep. Oh, my God. And I was so cranky the next day. And they were, like, so refreshed. And they were ready to go. And I was like... Bitch, I'm trying to. I'm trying to sleep. Fine. Can you sleep in cars? Like in moving, moving. Oh, I love sleeping in cars. See, I love that's something I cars. can't do. I can't sleep really? on planes. I can maybe sleep on a plane, but a car, and like just other moving vehicles, I can't do it. Really? I'm way too like I get jolted awake too easily. I think to me it feels like a like a baby crib. See, but that's never been an appeal to me. Also, I need full darkness to sleep. So I hate it when people yeah, have the fucking lights he's on. He's really picky when it comes to falling asleep. Yeah, yeah it's true. So... Like, some people like to sleep with, like, the TV on. Oh, my God. I remember I was at a sleepover once when I was, like, in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And this fucking family slept with the fucking TV on. Mm-hmm. And so I was waiting for them to fucking turn the TV off. Because, like, we were all watching TV. And then, like, they went to sleep. Because, like, we were, like... I don't know, like, in sleeping bags or whatever, but okay. So, like, they went to sleep, and I was waiting for them to turn the TV off, because I thought that someone was watching it Mm -hmm. the whole night. And I literally, it took me until, like, 3 a.m. to be like, okay, I'm just going to turn the TV off. And I was fully just watching it, because I was like, I can't. I can't fucking fall asleep. And then I looked around, and everyone else was asleep, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is it on? Because I had never, that the thought of falling asleep with the TV had never occurred to me until that moment. I kind of understand it. Because when I'm falling asleep, sometimes I need, like, a YouTube video in the background. Girl, no. 
Like, I think just the mundane, like, not a really interesting YouTube video, just, like, some fucking random one, where it's just a mundane person talking about something I don't even care about. No, okay, because it can be something that I don't even care about, but if it's noise, I can't sleep. Really? Because I need silence, and I need darkness. Mm. I think I fall asleep easier when there's white noise, No, uh, White noise is different, but white noise, like, at a very, very low volume. And we're back. Hi. I realized the video was getting... Really choppy for some reason. Maybe just because it's overheating. Probably. Yeah, it's probably because it's overheating. Right. So we gotta wrap this up. Well, we still we get we got a job to do. So well, per- let's not get impatient. Well, Perry. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was, do you know who Chris Tyson is? I do not. So, I also did not know who this person was before everyone started talking about her on the internet. But Chris Tyson was a member of Mr. Beast's team uh-huh and i'm gonna be honest i don't even watch mr beast like that i mean i fully don't like i th- i think i'm sure mr beast is great and i would love some money from him girl philly <laughs> that's the real tea. but chris tyson was like a staple member of his team and and a fan favorite uh-huh so she has she was married to a woman and had kids and then she came out as a trans woman and so then... The Wait, like she's like... Like she's MTF or she's FTM? MTF. Okay. Yes. And so the internet kind of blew up over this and how they're saying this is so sad that um, our, our Chris is dead and like why would you do this to yourself? Like you're ruining your kid and your wife and basically just like saying really transphobic things mm. and taking the opportunity to just be really transphobic and i'm like i feel like in 2023 when someone comes out as trans we're still having behavior like this and like we saw this with Dylan Mulvaney also oh yeah and i'm just like i don't know like i mean she got she got it really bad yeah 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 but Chris Tyson's also getting it really bad. Mm. Um, so she went on Anthony Padilla's like series where uh-huh. he does like um, interviews, uh-huh. and so from there people were like making fun of her, and Chris Tyson was doing or okay Anthony Padilla was like oh girl there's a fly in here, but Anthony Padilla was like, do you change your voice at all? Is that something you're gonna change? And Chris Tyson was like, yeah I've been working with like a speech therapist mm-hmm. to like feminize my voice and so she had like this process of doing it and people were like like making fun of her for doing that Mm. and i'm like this is so mean yeah well i mean she's brave for posting that on the internet yeah because people on the internet are going to be brutal and they're going to be mean especially when you have a predominantly male fan base like mr beast a hundred percent so they're not going to be as forgiving and i'm sure a lot of the fans of chris personally were also men exactly and also you were saying like 2023 but i feel like the pendulum is kind of swinging it is and there's been a lot of conservative rhetoric a lot of like hateful rhetoric towards like not only online but in politics too Mm -hmm. against Mm -hmm. like lgbt members and like gay people and trans people and it's been a rough year just because people are not being outwardly transphobic does not mean their their thoughts their beliefs oh 100 percent. i mean sometimes even the people who are 
quote-unquote fighting for like people's rights can actually have other opinions where in their own heads they might not agree with it like not to get too political which is why people are like oh like it's not that racist anymore but it's just because they're not behaving racistly but i mean that anyone who says that is very ignorant Right. Like that gets on my nerves when people say, or and some people, or people in Europe will be like, "Oh, racism doesn't exist in Europe. That's only an American thing." No. Have you ever heard that? Yes, I've heard that. And I'm like, girl, like racism exists everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. You just want to think it's only an American thing because we talk about it so much, right? Because we're the ones who talk about it. Y'all, y'all are the ones who keep it undercover and who have a bunch of microaggressions. And also, the other T is. Because most European... Okay, I won't say most, because I honestly don't be knowing like that. But I would say a, a good amount of European countries are more homogenous. Oh, uh, yeah. And so they don't have to deal with, like, a higher population of people talking about racism and colorism. That's true. And we're back. We had to literally move spots again because my phone was overheating. Yeah. So now we're in a more shaded area. Right. Let's really hope no Karen comes and kicks us out. Right. Let's do this really quick. Right. We, we are really a mobile podcast. Fully. We're the walk and talk. Fully. But so I remember what I was going to say back when we were back over there. So you talking about the Chris Tyson thing reminded me of an ad I saw on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was like some ad and I don't know who it was sponsored by or like what organization was even doing this ad. Okay. But it was an ad, and it was like, LGB, Mm -hmm. and then there's T. And it was like, join the organization of gays and lesbians who are fighting to get rid of the T. Really? Yeah, and it was like, pretty much they were trying to say, like... And their tagline is, and that's the T. Right. That's better than typing the <laughs> Right. And so, hire, hire me as the marketing. Right. And so, like, they were talking about, like, the people, like, the gay people who are not interested in being associated, I guess, with transgender people. And mm. so I just wanted to, like, bring that up, like, the LGB movement. Like, have you heard about that before? I have not heard about that, but that is a very interesting conversation. Because LGBT, the only thing that is different... Uh, we're not even going to talk about, like, the QIA plus part. Let's just go with the OG LGBT, right. like, definition. The part of that that has always been different is the T. Because that doesn't necessarily have to deal with sexuality. That's about gender. It's true. Um, I think the reason why it's linked together is because the trans community and the queer community have always been together, has always been part of the same fight, the same community, which is why I think trying to separate that is a little, like, insensitive to the culture. Right, and it's like, it's downplaying what all the all the rights that like exactly that we've worked together together to get like the queer community can is not the same without the trans community exactly like and it's not even it's not even like i know for a lot of people nowadays it is separate but back in the day like it wasn't even separate we were all seen as the same Mm, exactly exactly and so now it's like we have a place of privilege because being gay is so accepted exactly clock that t girl clock Really clock that tea. Right, and so it's, like, now, like, just people who are, like, cis gay men especially... Have cis gay a, white 
Especially, especially, have a lot of, like, protection. Yes. Meanwhile, trans people do not have that same protection, even if you pass completely. You know, if we're going to talk, you know, like, definition-wise between sexuality and, and transgenderism, yes, those are different. But community and culture-wise, we're one and the same. We've always been together. Exactly. Um, so, I think, yeah, the why separate the T? That's... It's just stupid, and it's like, you know what it is? It's people trying to pander to um, respectability politics because they're like, oh, the trans are making us look crazy. It's the same people who are like... Um... Oh, like gay people are saying trans people are make our community look bad? Right, like it's it's the same type That's of people. That's so fucked it's up. It's the same type of people who, are, who would say things like, oh, like, I hate gay guys who are too flamboyant. Like, I just want to be a normal guy. Like, mm-hmm. being gay is, like, not my whole personality or something. You know, like, things like that. Right. When it's, like, the people who are flamboyant are the ones who were brave enough to be who they are so that you can get the First of all, that that, that uh, phrase is coming from a place of internalized homophobia. Oh, fully. It's like, oh, I'm better than thou because I don't act as flamboyant and I don't present right, as right, gay. you can't clock me that I'm You know what's like that, what that's also giving? That's reminding me of someone we both knew. Of someone who's like, I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Because, like, I'm above that. Well, there are many people like that. Exactly. Because they think, oh, not participating in a very gay show, that means you're better than other people? Right. And it doesn't make you better. It really doesn't. If anything, it makes you insecure. 100%. Honestly. Like, I've met the most manliest, like, really buff, like gay guys who you would never even think that they're gay mm-hmm. and they watch RuPaul's Drag Race like it's nothing because they're secure in themselves mm-hmm. like watching a TV show does not make you any less of a man being gay does not make you any less of a man being flamboyant does not make you right. any less of a man I so. like to take the time to give a shout out to my straight guy friends out there I don't have that many mm-hmm. but I want to take a second and say I really do appreciate them because of all of the straight people that I could meet they really turned out to be, like, good ones. Aww. Like, they are honestly so comfortable with themselves and, like, just don't care. Like, and that's how it should be. Like, if you are straight and you know that you're straight, why are you insecure about being around someone who's queer and, like, being exposed to, like, queer culture, queer exactly. whatever? Like, that's not going to make you queer. Exactly. Unless also, you are. And also, the thing is, like, some straight guys will be like, oh, I don't want to be around gay people because I don't want them to hit on me. Like, girl, girl. we're not. <laughs> don't flatter yourself. <laughs> Literally. Like, we're really not. We're really good. Like pass fully actually like that's just being self-centered at that point i don't uh, do people still say that i feel uh, like that's such an outdated thing people say that really still say that, yeah, oh my yeah. god no okay here's the thing we kind of live in our own little bubble of like people who are progressive and don't have yeah. like super stupid as fuck mindsets but mm-hmm. trust me people who still think like it's the 90s exist no you're right i think okay we are actually very privileged yeah we live, we're in the South, but we're in a very, like, progressive no, part right. of the South. Right, we're in, like, probably the most progressive part of the South that you could be exactly, in Exactly, exactly. But obviously there's a lot of conservative areas still. Exactly. And... I mean, there's, we are probably fine if, like, we are walking down the street holding hands, like, with another guy of the same gender. Oh, not with each other, girl. Well, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that? But I'm saying, like, if we were... Like, to the, do, thank you. Right. Oh, my Lord. I said another guy of the same gender. 
Like, not you, child. Oh, so you're not into me? Girl, okay, period. So, okay, okay. <laughs> Girl, but back to my point. Like, if we were to walk down the street holding hands with, like, someone of the same gender, we would not probably get any stairs because yeah. it's fine in this area. And we have pride parades. Exactly. Here, so. But there are a lot of areas in yeah. the same state and in the South and just in America in general where you will get, like, stared at if you're walking down like being openly gay. oh yeah and like it'll be the talk of the town and it's just like horrible to be gay in those types of places yeah and so if you are someone who is watching this and you're like in a really country and rural area just know that it gets better and we're here for you and you you can move out outlet, if you need an outlet we're here right that's why that's the point of jelly right like dead ass right we we I was gonna say we are queer representation, but like we represent nobody, girl. Well, we represent ourselves. Exactly. Not even because we are so unique superstars. Not even for any future employers. This, I don't represent myself. <laughs> I'm a hologram. <laughs> Not a hologram. She's so stupid. Right. She's she gemming on the holograms. <laughs> right. Um. But the point is, Chris Tyson. You know, welcome to the community for real. And I don't know her, but good for her. Right, and keep, and this is to like any trans people or anyone who is in the closet, like live your like live your truth, be authentically yourself. Because right. life is too short to live for other people. And you will have haters for that, but you're gonna have haters even if you're not queer. Exactly, you're gonna have haters regardless. But what you will have by coming out and being who you are is an entire community who will support you. Well, not everyone in the community, <laughs> but well, here's the thing: like if, you'll have jelly. Right, you'll have us. But if you are in a position where it's not financially okay for you to, like, if yeah, you're still yeah. living with your parents, if you're still in high school, mm -hmm. and you have really abusive parents who may, maybe are not supportive of the gay lifestyle yes. or whatever, then don't. L yeah, like, let's... You know, it's okay to take your time. Yes. But just know that it's always going to be here for when you are ready. I think the concept of coming out is a little dated now. I agree. I think we should... I'm part of the LGB uh, movement. Just get rid of the definition of coming out. Mm -hmm. um, I heard someone say it's better to perceive it as letting someone in. Mm. Because it is your privilege, or no, it is their privilege to be in your world. You give them permission to be a part of your world. So if you don't want to come out to someone, mm -hmm. you don't need to feel the pressure. There shouldn't be this standard of like, oh, just because I'm queer, that means I have to come out to every person. I mean, honestly, that's so entitled. Yeah. Like, just because you meet a straight... Like, if you meet a straight person at your job, why do why do people feel like you exactly. are entitled to have to tell them? Exactly. Like, that doesn't affect my work at this job at all. Exactly. Like, you don't have to know that information about me. And you, if, you, if your truth is a flamboyant homosexual, continue being a flamboyant person. Right. And if someone asks you, are you gay? Like, you don't need you to... You have to tell them it's none of your business. It's literally none of their business. Right. So, that's our PSA for the day. Period. Coming out is very outdated. It is outdated. It is outdated. I never came out to my family. Oh, really? No. They're... It's just obvious at this point. <laughs> I was but, gonna say. But, like, I just never felt the need to because I was like, you're either with the program or you're not with the program. Period. And that's how it should be. Exactly. Um, but speaking about another member of our LGBT community, Ooh. do you know Kevin Leonardo? Oh, I've heard of him. <laughs> I have heard of him. So, he is a internet personality. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. Um, 
he has recently gone viral. I mean, it's not recent at this point. This is kind of old news. Right, it's, it's old. But let's just talk about it. So he put out this video about how to wax his hole. <laughs> um, and it's on YouTube. And so you're really about to get his demonetized. Well, it's on YouTube and it's not demonetized, so... No, 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 that video is. Demonetized? Yeah. No. Because it's age-restricted. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. There's no way it would not, like... I mean, it shouldn't even be on YouTube, to be honest. But, like, there was no way it would be on YouTube if it wasn't age-restricted. Right. But what we're referring to is he really gives you the full tutorial. The right. full how-to, the full wiki-how. Yes. Um, it's really in-depth. Yes. Within the first five seconds, you see, you get to know him very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say we're not going to ruin it for you, but go type in Kevin Leonardo Nair on YouTube and just watch it. Right. Just watch the first five seconds. <laughs> and let us know how you feel. Right. It's really, it's really informative. Let's leave it at that. Right. But do you know, uh, like, have you just seen his other videos? Um, okay, I'm not going to lie. I was watching one of his tutorials. <laughs> And putting it into practice? Yes. And it worked. So he knows what he's talking about. Okay. And I, so I appreciate him for making those videos. So Kevin Leonardo, if you're watching that, well, if you're watching this, we appreciate you. Right. I appreciate you, girl. Some people might not. Well. But I see the vision. <laughs> and you practice the vision. Right. It I'm, is... I'm going to start recording my own tutorial, too. You should. Girl, bye. I see that for you, actually. Girl, I see that for you. She wants to start her own YouTube channel, and that's what you should do. Oh, you're fully right. I'm gonna be Kevin Leonardo part two. Fully, I'm fully. But there was one time Kevin Leonardo was like, "I feel like I could be Latina passing." He says that. Yes. Well, you thought he was, so I guess he's right. I didn't say that. But you were like, I told you that he was Asian, and you were like, I knew he was Asian, like Leonardo. I said he's. I knew he was Asian, but I was like, why is his last name Leonardo? Well, I thought you said that. I thought, I thought you said like you didn't know he was Asian. No, girl. He's very clearly, evidently Asian. I mean, there are Latinos who look Asian, though. There are, are there? Yes. Like sometimes, like Peruvians. Mm. Also, um, certain Mexicans. I guess. Like, I guess. I don't know where to look, but it's it's very possible. Mainly Peruvians, I would say. Well, I think we have some Reddit stories lined up. Do you want to read those? Sure. Okay, okay, so this one's called, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Brother? It's pathetic that he can't do the basics of what his wife did. Okay. So it goes, I love my sister-in-law and brother. They have two kids, and my sister-in-law, Rachel, was kind of a stay-at-home mom. She worked from home part-time, but also took care of the kids and all the chores. I was over multiple times, and the house was spotless. Really, I thought she was just extra cleaning when she had guests, but no. When I had my kid, she showed me her schedule. She would be up at five for meal prepping for the whole day. Like, she never stopped, and a lot of her tips helped me with my own home. Now, my brother lost his job, and it was decided that Rachel would go back to work full-time, and he would stay at home. The kids are in kindergarten and first grade. He had this on easy mode. I've been over to help sometimes since he just sucks at it. The house is always a mess. The kids are usually late to school. He asked me to drive them after the school talk to him. He doesn't cook. It's just sad. He got in an argument with his wife since dinner wasn't done and she had to make it. He was ranting about how it is unfair that he is trying. And he is trying. I told him that it's pathetic that he can't do the basics of what his wife did. He has eight hours free and he can't keep the house clean. I told him she will divorce him if he doesn't stop being lazy and Oh my god. He left after calling me a jerk and my mom is now on me for what I said. 
Updates. I love my sister-in-law. My mom apologized to me. Rachel sent my mom what the kitchen and house looks like. The messages from the school and apparently a text argument about how he shouldn't be doing this. She gave him two options. Get his shit together or get out. I learned a lot more about the situation and learned he wasn't packing the kids' lunches for the last two days. I think he just broke his marriage. So TLDR, this man just doesn't know how to do anything. Well, I mean, it's very common. It is common. And, and a lot of men are babied by the women around them. Exactly, exactly. And I think... Like, have you heard, like, the thing of, like... Like, the the cliche of, like, oh, he's in college, but he, he still takes his clothes to his mom's to wash them? I have, have heard, heard that, that, but I don't know anyone who does that. I know people like Really? Well? It's a thing. It's really a thing. I just think... <sighs> Listen... That kind of behavior is, I feel like it's taught. It's It kind of comes from how you grow up, how you're raised. If your parents coddle you and let you off the hook with everything and will do the laundry for you and will clean and cook and do everything for you, I think there's a strong chance you will get used to that kind of behavior. Exactly. And you won't want to learn it on your own. Now, it's different if if you move out and then you're like, okay, now it's time for me to be an adult and actually learn how to do these things and, like, take responsibility. But no, it's, you know, they become adults, they get married. My question is, how did you get married and then have kids and you still never learn how to do this? Like, did you never have a period... Because their wife will do it for them. But, like, I'm like, did you never have a period where you were living on your own? Where you had to do it for yourself? Did you never care? I mean, they probably did it, but in, like, a not like great way you know how like sometimes you'll go to like a guy's like apartment and it looks like a college dorm even though it's a full-on apartment or house yeah i mean not only men i've seen that from women too you're right but i'm i'm giving women the benefit of the doubt right um but yeah some men like they just don't care like they live like pigs for however long it takes for them to get married see this is my thing if you want to live like that, that's fine. Live your life. Live your truth. Live your but live your tea. How the fuck are you having kids and still acting like that? This is why not everybody needs to have kids. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. Because, okay, and we then... Need, we, I'm pro-abortion. Because some of y'all really period. don't need to be having kids. Some of y'all not ready for kids. I'm pro-abstinence. Fully. <laughs> like, some of y'all really need to get buy condoms because you're not ready to have kids. You're not responsible enough for kids. You can't afford having kids. And you're going to raise your kids, and, and it's going to be a horrible situation, and your kids are going to grow up resenting you. Right. So he, fuck that tea. He's talking about that while kids are walking by. Ooh. In a stroller. Ooh. Um, yeah, I agree. I think... I just think, let's not coddle our young boys and our young women. Or children in general. Exactly. And if you are... But a lot of parents coddle their kids. And it will always happen. It always has happened. And you know what also happens? Like, in certain cultures, sometimes the moms or the parents will make the daughters do work, and then the sons don't have to do anything. Yeah. And it's That's, it's actually encouraged. It's, it's kind of common in Hispanic cultures. It's actually encouraged because it's like in some cultures when men have to do the household things that makes you not a man because that's what women are supposed to do. Yeah. They're supposed to cook and clean, take care of the children. But okay, we're in American society, you know, we're trying to be more progressive, trying to be better for ourselves, and that's that's honestly the equality part, like taking on the responsibilities. Yeah. Um. That not deemed as like roles for women 
Um, and also, if you are a married woman, don't coddle your husband as well. Hopefully. They are grown-ass men, and they should be doing things that they should know how to do as an adult. And I think part of it comes from when you are dating, you should be living with them for an extended amount of time before deciding to have kids oh, and getting married. fully. But, girl, sometimes people get married because they already had the kid. And they're already pregnant. Right. So they're like, well, guess we got to do this now. Exactly. But, yeah, the ideal scenario is you get to learn your habits of your partner through living. And if you realize this person is a bum living in a slum, looking like crumbs. Right. The wind really felt that one. (laughs) Um, Then maybe tell them to, like, grow up hair. Right. Maybe it's time to move on. Exactly. How do you feel about stay-at-home moms? I actually want to have a conversation with my sister about this because I think my sister would be okay with being a stay-at-home mom if it weren't for the money part. Well, girl. Well, that's the question. I think a stay-at-home mom is... I think it's fine if that's the dynamic that you want as long as your man is providing. Yeah, but I'm saying if money was not a problem, I think a lot of women would actually be okay with being stay stay at home moms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's frowned upon by a lot of people. Well, it's hard. It's a literal. It's a twenty four seven job that you yeah. don't get paid for. Exactly. It's thankless. Exactly. It's a thankless job. And Raising it's a hard one. It's not I easy to be home yeah. Anymore. My sister has two kids, and I honestly don't know how she does it. Like I can't even begin imagining having to take care of let alone a child like another person let alone two exactly like, I don't know. i'm like that's crazy that's crazy I, could, I really could never and we don't expect it from you and girl that's why i'm that's why i, I said because <laughs> some people really don't need kids some of y'all not ready for it and some so, and i'm including myself right he doing the lord's work by not spreading his genes well girl that the lord already did the work by making me gay <laughs> So. Exactly, he knew. Right, shout out Jesus. Right, we love you, Jesus. <laughs> so there's this 29-year-old uh, woman, I believe, and they have never been able to f- feel full in their lives. Mm. And then when they were 29, they went to the doctor and they had like a checkup um, and it had something to do with like maybe gluten or like insulin, something like that. And they got an injection and then, for the first time in their lives, they were able to feel full and satiated from a meal. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? To go your whole life eating shit, and it's like, I don't feel full, ever. I mean, but low-key, so I'm wondering, did her body even get the nutrients, even if she was never full? Like, was she ever... She really, got the nutrients, yes. So did yes. she ever feel fatigued? Like, could she go on runs? Could she be active? I think she like, felt fatigued a lot. See, that's horrible. Right. Because you literally can't even do anything. Like, you want to work out, you can't. You want to go on a run, you can't. You want to do anything, you can't. People live to eat. I eat to... Oh, no, no. It's the opposite. Some people eat to live. I live to eat. Well, period. I mean, like, I don't understand people who are like, I don't like food. And they're like, I just eat food because I have to. Isn't it crazy whoever invented food? (laughs) Like, God? Like, okay, let me... Like the caveman? No, let me be a little more specific. Like, who the fuck was like, let me put this... You mean like processed food? No. Like, cooking. Uh-huh. 
Like, who was like, let me put fucking basil and some thyme and some pepper and some salt into this uh, salmon, slice of salmon? That's true. I wonder when, like, the modern invention of cooking, like, as we know it today, was created. Like, who th- like who thought of that? Well, I mean, it dates back to the invention of, or the discovery of fire. Right. Well, because they that's were, like, step one. Right. So they were, like, kill the animal and then put it on the fire to roast. Right. But then it's like they collected and then it evolved a lot from there. Maybe someone was like accidentally dropped like a piece of fucking like thyme on their meat and then they tasted it and it was like, mm, wait, hold on. Well, that was another episode. I hope you guys liked all the scenery changes. Literally, this is the most jankiest episode ever. We'll see if we're going to keep doing this. Let's try not to. Let's try not to. Okay. I kind of like it. Oh, you like the jank vibes? I do. The, the the traveling podcast I vibe. I do like the traveling podcast vibe. Well, Jelly is now on the road, honey. Right, right. Coming to a city near you. We got a tour out of our car. <laughs> exactly. Out of out of my car. Well, Leon, make her pay for gas. That and she fully has done that before. <laughs> so that's a real tea. But as always, if you guys like our content, make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm. Make sure you share with your friends. Leave a review. Leave a comment. And exactly, and tell your friends about us because we are really trying to get spread the word, you know, spread the good word. If we can make it to 100 subscribers by the end of this year, we might have a surprise for you guys. I have no promises for you guys. He has a surprise, he'll be dropping his first YouTube channel video. Well, it's how to use the wait and see how to use Nair, honey. Girl, I'm gonna leave that one to Kevin Leonardo. All right, well, thanks for watching. Bye, everyone.